You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. A star attraction, the one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Miss Judy Gold. You're on Star Search, then you're starting to make a shitload of money. Making money. Yeah. My money's just flying right, in. Right, right. And I'm feeling good. And do you live in New York at this point, or you're still in New still, Jersey? Still in Jersey. Jersey, okay. it's easy for me, because right. my son at that time is, you know, young, and it's so... Right there was a, you know, the Garden State Parkway. Oh, yeah, I grew up right on the Garden. All right, I'm going to tell you something right now. Are you ready? Yeah. My Between my freshman and sophomore years in college, guess what my summer job was? What? I was a toll collector on the New Jersey Turnpike. You know what? I've probably seen you a couple of times <laughs> with a real shitty attitude. <laughs> First of all, I was so skinny. This And I was the only one. I was the only girl. And uh, I used to have like, swear to God, there'd be like 12 trucks in my lane and no one else had anyone in their lanes because one of the guys would be like chick in lane nine and they'd all come. But th it was great when they were going to the Garden State Art Center, they'd give me like joints and be like, you know, because I was friendly and stuff. But yeah, that was, oh, that job. I mean, those people must fucking die so young from the carbon monoxide. All right. So um, where did he grow up, Keith? Junior. Philadelphia. Oh, okay. No, you grew up in Philly. So you're right by him. All right. Yeah. So everything starts going, and then your friends start becoming these huge fucking. Well, Wanda, I remember Wanda, her first thing, you know, she, she had called me up. She got the Chris Rock show. Right. That was a big thing. Right. I remember. But she said she got it. But you know how everything happens? Yeah. And like, but. What happened was somebody asked her to, um, no, Chris had said, hey, what's that girl's name? But uh, Louis Ferranda thought it was, uh, what's the name? A different girl. Louis Ferranda, by the way, ran uh, Catch Rising Store and then ran Caroline. Yeah. yeah. Now he thought it was, of... so he gave a different girl's name. And then Chris. Then, how do you mix Wanda up with anyone? Yeah. Well, he and uh, but yeah. Chris was so was what was cool about is is Chris said, all right, we're gonna have y'all both audition. You both oh, write wow. door writing packet and da da da. We right. let, let it play its way out. Right. Which was great because you could have just said bye bye. Yeah. Yeah. Because I wanted Wanda, but right. he had let that thing play out. Wanda got you know, of course she got it, and then Wanda start moving away right. up. Yeah, she got fast. Yes, and then in like. Well, around 99, right. I go to Philly right. to a place called The Laugh House. Yeah. And I'm looking at these comics, these young comics. Right. And I'm like, oh, I see Big J. Okerson. Right. He's standing there in his underwear on right. stage. 
but he still was funny. Right. I'm like, who's this fat white right. kid? <laughs> you know, I was just standing there. So I liked him. Right. Then I seen Lil Kev. Right. I'm like, okay, I, yeah. I like both of them. So right. I said, hey, look, you guys, y'all come up to New York. Right. You got to get out of here. You're coming to New York. Right. And then we, I started bringing them to New York with me. Right. And then as they start coming up and come up and coming up, boom. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. But you're like a giving person. Yeah, you got to you know, be. You got, I mean, there's so many people who are so out for themselves and it's like, it's so cyclical. Like right. you're up, you're down, you're up, you're down. And it's like, we're such a tight knit community. Like you got, you're like one of the good guys who's like, you're talented. You should be over yeah, here. Yeah, you so should be over here. And then, a lot then, of people don't do that anymore. Well, that, yeah, it's, but you know? it's good though. But it's good to see like like Jay, who was the most hard headed guy, right? Is <laughs> doing well, right? And Kevin's doing well. And then all the people Kevin come around. And, so you did this um, back of the bus. Yeah, yeah. So Kevin introduced you as. The reason he does stand up comedy, right? How did where did you meet him and how? I met Kevin Philly. I just met him in Philly doing his shows, and then you know I I watched about twelve of his twelve nine of his uh, stupid tapes, right? Because I told him you got to have a tape right? right at that time. You right. needed a yeah. tape. Let somebody see what right. what you're doing, and I watched about nine ten of them. Some of them, like you hear airplanes going right, over, right, right, right. you know, see some woman killing a roach right. in the background. I said, no, not that no, one, no. not that. Right. <laughs> you know, then he had a perfect tape that right. was like, oh, this one is really good. And uh, that's the tape he started sending around, start getting work out right. of it. So I started working at the cellar, I think in 87. Um, and I used to, no one was there. It was Grunfest. <laughs> <laughs> um and uh Rick Rome was at the piano, of course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and there'd be like three people in the audience. And I would sit in the back with Daryl Hammond um at the end of the night and I'd be eating borscht and I would I remember just sitting there with him and I'd yell like, Do do Phil Donahue and do you know <laughs> and it was I mean it was fun because it was there was no pressure, you right. know. Now, forget it. Like, every person, that place is jam-packed, it's, jam-packed every fucking night. It's, well, you got to, it's expanded. To, right, three you know, rooms. Three rooms, which is great. You enjoy it while you can because you see, you know. I say that all the time. Like, it's never, it's not going to stay like this, no, you know. It it's, I know, but, you know. From you, what we know. Right, exactly. <laughs> Being a business so long ago. Ah. So, Tough crowd, um, yeah. I guess for all of us, that was, was sort of one of the greatest times of my yeah. comedy career. It was, it's just, it was a good thing because we did everything, said everything, and nobody was scared. You right. wasn't scared. You, no. you, you, you right into that. <laughs> I know. I so, would go right in. Yeah. Yeah. So it was just a, a thing where... It's almost like I we I didn't know we, we didn't know we was on TV. Right. It was so per, it was the cellar table. <laughs> yeah. So it was just like you know 
They uh, everything was being done. Bonnie was there. She showed her tits. Right. Uh, whatever, whatever the hell it went on or went on. Right. But Patrice. It was just, oh my God, Patrice and I used to get in so many yeah. fights. I. It was an honor to be ridiculed and mocked by Geraldo, like because yeah. he was the fucking smart. Like you couldn't argue with him at right. all. Attell was hilarious. It was. It was, was so there. amazing, and that like I. Fucking can't believe they canceled that show. Because they didn't know what to do with it. But really. It's when you don't know what to do with right. something, you, you cancel. It, but the whole time and I everybody, every show I've been on after that, every different show, it's like how do we capture right. tough crowd? Right. You every can't. everything <laughs> all like all shows like that with these panels or these, you know is a hybrid of that show. You know, yeah. it's like they saw that show and they've wanted to repeat. And you can't, like it's. You can't duplicate that. Because that there's, because authentic. we, it's like we've been in the yeah. trenches together and we, we don't fucking care. You know, <laughs> yes. like Nick DiPaolo and all, you know, yeah. and, and then we hug at the end, you know. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> um, so did you write for Tough Crowd? Or, yeah. I mean, you got. What's great about you is you got a lot of you wrote for Chappelle's show. Yeah, which wrote for Chappelle's show season three. Season three, <laughs> written by Keith Robinson. The end of the, the end uh, of the road. <laughs> um, you wrote for Chappelle. You wrote now. Want did Wanda's show happen before Tough Crowd? Yeah. So no, 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 no. It was after. After Tough. Crowd. Okay, so it was Tough Crowd, then Wanda, and you were her sidekick. Yeah. The sidekick on Wanda's side right. show. I remember that. But you I love so, that show. You get so much stuff, though, um, you know, through your friends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, through the people you know, the relationships right. that you have. And there's so much stuff that you, you know, constantly, you know, keep getting. There are certain people who, I mean, I've known... I mean, I was there the first day Attell went on stage at Comedy U Grand. Like, he was a student at NYU. I was emceeing. He went up. He was fucking hilarious. He gets off. He goes, oh, that was horrible. I go, you were so fucking funny. Like, you have no idea. But <laughs> there are so many people I've known since the 80s and, I mean, people we've mentioned that have never, they're like, my best friend, we hug, oh, my God, could put me on something and never liked us. Mm. And it's so infuriating. That's <laughs> nice and infuriating. Well, it's because all right, I'll I'll mention Jeff Ross, okay, <laughs> is doing the uh that show where they um roast dead people, right? For Comedy Central or something. They were roasting Anne Frank. And he doesn't put, I wrote him. I go, are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> out of every comic? You could have put, oh, do you want to come out into LA? No, you didn't fucking, you know, it's just so infuriating. <laughs> um, you're not like that at all. So you did Wanda. I did Chappelle show. Tough crowd, Chappelle, Wanda. Yeah. Sh okay. Tough crowd, Chappelle, Wanda. Something else happened in between that, but yeah. And. I have to say the loyalty to you from these comics, it's unparalleled, you know? Well, that's pretty good. Yeah, it is it, pretty good. <laughs> it's, it is. I mean, so many people move on. They're like, yeah, okay, yeah, you, yeah. You, I, I, like, there's such a loyalty to you that it's, 
it's like heartwarming. I can't, I, I don't know how to describe it, but it's like, you know, so many people will become like, all right, so Ray Romano will become famous and bring all his guys to write for him and, you know, but there's something more between you and Kevin and 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 Wanda and and all these comics, it's it's so much deeper, and I I I, I don't know how to describe it, you know. Well, uh, yeah, it's you know, it's good. It, and they'll it, admit it. it. Yeah, they'll admit it. They'll say he he was my influence. You know, it's a great thing to you know to to have folks you know acknowledge. Yeah, and yeah, yeah or, or just say you know uh, look out. Right, because I think that's a, you know that's what's needed a lot of, a lot of times. Right, you know, it's like if you you know you could be you know I, I I'm like I've been on TV I got a chance to be on TV from '86 right straight through you know right now right. 2019 right so at least you know just you, on, there's on a respect basis. There. yeah I have to tell you that Kevin Hart. When he used to do Tough Crowd, I, I love that guy. He's like the <laughs> nicest guy. Don't you think? I mean, yeah. I just loved him. I always loved him. And he's still the same to me. You no, know? but that's the good thing about Kev is that his attitude or how – Kev is probably one of the big biggest – Stars in the world. In the world. And – you, you know, I'm still yelling. I still yell I, But at it's Kev. like so many of these guys and like – I'm yeah. like, no, you're not that person. You're, you know, I just saw him at the cellar. Judy, you know, it's just like you, I don't know. It's just yeah, it's but such a lovely, But you that's know. a good thing that, right. about Kev that he stays, uh, you know, right. balanced right. with all the stuff that he has. He's grounded, yeah. He has a lot of stuff. Right. I want to rob Kev. <laughs> you in? I'm in. All right, good. Hey everyone, did you know that Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the United States with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the United States? And I'm one of them. You're listening to one of them. Fast Growing Trees has everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, house plants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and your space. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever, forever. I just want you to know that I just got off a plane and I walked in my apartment. What was the first thing I did is I came in and said hi to Avi, my fig tree. I'm telling you, and I have Yael, which is another plant, but Fast Growing Trees has changed my atmosphere here in my apartment. You don't need a lot of space, but they do have, you know, they have stuff for outdoor spaces. But I live in an apartment, and I'm telling you, Avi and Yael, yes, they're both Jewish names, Hebrew, the space looks so much better. And I just had a conversation with Avi. Like, I was like, I missed you. I love having living things here. It's very, very, I don't know, it's made this more of a home. It's the best. And Elisa has some too. And she loves them. And she talks to them too. But she got that from me. Anyway, check out Fast Growing Trees.
you need to be around plant life. This spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code Judy Gold, J U D Y G O L D, at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at fastgrowingtrees.com using the code Judy Gold at checkout. Fastgrowingtrees.com, code Judy Gold. Offer is valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. You're welcome. What do you think of this Kevin apologizing? I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you why I didn't like it because I thought thought it was forced. Right. And it wasn't, it's not going to, if, you know, you can't just go, I apologize and... Then say, all right, I'm apologizing again. If it's, it, I, I gotta feel it. If I don't feel it, I, I can't, can't do say it. it. I had first. I was like, I, I, it grew because I was like, fuck that. You know, he's a great guy. He's evolved, and as a gay person, I'm like, that's exactly what you want. You want that's people a, to evolve. Exactly what it is, right? But then I heard from these gay guys, um, and. They were like, his joke was about if he found out his kid was gay, he'd take the oh. dollhouse and bash <laughs> it over I his still, head. I still laughing. And I, and, <laughs> and it's, it's, it's violent. I mean, it is what happens to a lot of gay kids. And I get there it. Not, not one, if you name one gay kid that got a dollhouse smashed over right. his head. Right. Well, I'm just saying, there's a lot of physical. I mean, I, I know do what work, you mean. I do what? work with the Hetrick Martin Institute, and all the, these are homeless GLBTQ kids. And, you know, the majority of them are kids of color. And they're, they have no, I mean, they're just so talented and, lo- and it's, you know, it's just this, vi- or anyway, so I get that. But, I thought you're right about that. He wasn't, he's like, I already apologized. You know, it could have been like, because he's such a huge, I feel like there's a responsibility that you're, everyone listens to what you say, that he could have said, you know what? I did apologize for that. And since we're bringing it up again, I just have to say, um, I'd never, I'd never, it was a, you know, it was a learning you know, just acknowledge it happened and, and you know, but I, you know, it's like I have well, mixed feelings. I like it so. It's, 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 it's mixed feelings, but I only, like, like, you know, like I went to the Roof Ellis house in uh, Detroit. Right. And, you know, Roof Ellis mm-hmm. is. And when I went there and I seen it saying, you know, all the kids kicked out of the houses right. and all that stuff. The kids was kicked out of the right. houses for coming out, and they were doing. Right. And I wanted to see, like, and it was just a that in itself was a learning experience. I didn't want to say, "Oh, you probably don't even go there." Right. I said, "No, let me go. Let me yeah. see what's going on." And it was a great experience right. that a lot of people should see. And and learn from that experience right. that there are people being displaced from their homes. Oh my God, it's so and, awful. And all that. So, you know, but we, we at a time Kev told like we like the time people tell that jokes or whatever they are jokes they tell, it's um they don't realize that they're not talking about actually hurting anybody. Kevin's not going to smash a dollhouse right, right, over right. his kid's head. <laughs> but most people are not smart enough to go, 
uh, but, you know, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I think that, I, I know at that point, if somebody came to me, because I told a whole lot, Jim, Jim David and right. all of them was pissed at me for a lot. Right. You know, and at the time, I, I was like, oh, what are we talking about? But I've learned so right. much even from then, because I'm from the hood. We right. do, you know, right. we had a lot of stuff going right. on. So I was so far away from that world, but, you know. Now, I you know, wouldn't do it. That, right. But that's what I wanted him to say. You know, like, I didn't get it then. So, and, you know, so can we, it, if we, let's move on. And I'm just going to say for the last time, you know, blank. Isn't that what he was trying to do when he was like, Kev? Was, uh, he, it felt like he was saying. He was getting annoyed. He was annoyed that he had to do that. But it was, he would, he would be saving lives, you know? Like, that's the thing. I get that you're annoyed that their people are bringing it up. But now, they wouldn't bring it up if you weren't such an important voice, but you know? But what 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 happened is, though, this is what I think happened. I think that just like Twitter and social media, the bullied become the uh, bullies. Right. So it's like, like I seen Don Lemon was on. Yeah. And he said, well, he has to come over there right. and do this, blah, blah, blah. Then one woman was, who was out, somebody was on a view. And she said, and she said, this it infuriated me to the day. She said, I know the gay community. And if the gay community, what do you mean you know the gay community? They're not monolithic. What are you <laughs> talking about? I know. Right. And, it's, and this is what they right. do. Well, they shut up. You know, she bugged me. So I think it's easier with uh, everything has to be done not with anger, with love. Right. So even the, 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 the gay right. community told Alan, you mind your, the black gay community said, Alan, mind your damn right, business. Right, right, right. White girl, right. we got this. Right. You know, and the stuff like that. And right. It's like, if I'm looking at, if I'm looking at that, what, what do you mean you got, got this? Got this, right. <laughs> so, I think all that caused some... And and in the gay community, they, you know, even, not, not, not even the color of your skin, but it was like, Ellen, you don't speak for all of us, you know? Right. Because you're, your life is different. You're not out there. But you know? they didn't do that in a. It wasn't in a humble way. Right, right, right. Nobody, nobody was really talking. They talk. Right. That's what social media gives you. You talk at at each other. Everyone has a platform, even right. if they don't deserve it. Yeah. So I think that's what it got all mixed up in. And Kev's like, well, well, I gotta go through this. Right. I'm not. No. Right. This I'm not going. So like I'm in the middle of your fucking fight. Yeah. Now you daddy. Yeah. Yeah. Y'all fighting over. Right. What am I? Right. <laughs> you know. So I think that I if it was done with a little more attack with everybody, like right. yo, we you know started. Nobody right. wants to be bullied. And it's never enough. Like when you apologize, it's never enough. Like when Louis did the apology, right. it's never enough. It's you like see? never enough. Oh, he didn't say this. Oh my God! He, but he got to say this. When he, then if he didn't say, so it be. People would start actually bullying right, you now, right? Because your apology isn't good enough, right? So, right. So, what what Kev is just Can't win. like, yeah, you, he's like, all right, I'm just keeping quiet. So, a lot of people don't even say anything right. now because nobody really wants to have a discussion, right? They just want to, you did that, yeah. and that's it. They want to point a finger. You're yeah. right. So, when did Wanda come out to you? Well, I start getting suspicious about Wanda. Really? <laughs> no. no I just, I she came like in Tampa. How we long ago? Tampa, uh, this was way like 
2000 something two right. something like that and because me and Wanda, I'm saying, why is Wanda not coming around? Right. I don't know what the hell is going on. But yeah, around 2002. And did you, what did you say? I don't give a shit. No, I was, of course I did. I, I knew, she, I, I said, so, I'd, this right. is the, the worst, <laughs> the worst thing you can do. So, so Wanda, who's your boyfriend, oh, huh? Oh, God, you're and such an <laughs> Asshole. And she said, you, uh, that, yeah. that's exactly, you right. shut the fuck up. <laughs> but I was so, I felt my phoniness, oh, but you right, really got right. a good boyfriend. <laughs> and she called me out completely, right. you know. I, you I know, mean, you. we all knew before, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, we all know, but we don't say anything, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm like, yeah. And now she, she's got, like, you know, beautiful family. Yeah, she got a nice family and um, all that. I really, I hope you're okay, but I really wanted to talk about your stroke. Oh, he's having another stroke. Guys, get the ambulance! <laughs> Is there a doctor? So I, just, I, I need you to apologize. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You come across the way you came across. Um, I read an article. I'm here. You don't have to no, read the article. I know, but I just read an article <laughs> where you they talk about, like, Ha, you know, you woke up. I mean, the story is so. I just want to go. No, go to the hospital. <laughs> like what? As I wow. read the story, I was like, No, don't go home. Don't drive there. You know. So, and no. you had no idea. Like now, Patrice was a close friend of you, yes. yours, and he he. I'm, I'm so sick of people dying. Like it's fucking unbelievable how many young people are dying. Yeah, when you know? when when Patrice. Uh, passed on, but see, I, I knew what a stroke was, but I really didn't know what a stroke right, was. Right, right, right. Like I heard about, I heard rumors. Right, <laughs> you know, the, this could happen because, but you don't and think it's you going had to high to blood you. pressure, right? Yeah, had high blood pressure, and um, my dumbass was besides the high blood. You know, when you're on the road a lot, what do you take? Caffeine. All. I mean, it's bad. I drink so much coffee. Yeah. I took like eight cappuccinos a right. day, but I, cappuccino and the caffeine right. raises your blood pressure. Right, right. So I didn't know. I was uh, anything to stay up. That's all I needed. Right, Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. Whatever you do, you all, so do many this. comics do that. They can't wait to get home. They end a show at you know twelve thirty, and they're like, "I'm going to drive through the night." Yeah. yeah. So I um. You know, I'm, the blood pressure, I, you know. But I, you had, you knew you had high blood pressure, right? Yes, yes. Because, you know, I, I went to the hospital because I, I fell down and cut my, my cut my hand up, whatever. Right outside the cellar, outside right? Outside the cellar. And I went to the emergency in, in Woodbridge. Uh-huh. And um, they said, oh, we, we got to keep you. Look, your blood pressure is ridiculous. Right. I said, no, nah, I'm not staying. I said, you give me something, give me a, give me you a know. pill, whatever you need. But I'm, you know, he said, you, you got to say I'm not staying because I had to go to Vegas the next day, make ten grand. I'm not missing ten grand <laughs> right, for no right. fucking stroke. Fuck right. that. So uh, I went to Vegas, did the show. You felt it, fine. Felt fine. Like, was it in the back of your head? Yeah, you know, like, uh, oh, this could right. be, you know. Yeah. But I, you know, survived that. <clears throat> then I, you know, did some more stuff. Did Vegas again, 
Like, how, what's the time period of this? Like a week or two? Uh, a month. Okay. And then, uh, you know, I went got my uh, blood pressure taken. It was 155 over 92, something like that. Mm-hmm. So the guy said, it's high. not bad, not but bad. It was high, yeah. but it's not bad. But I'm still taking cappuccino, but I don't realize right. cappuccino, how bad cappuccino is. Right. And I'm still boxing and all that. Right. So... You know, one day I come, I go to the house and, you know, I do some put, I do like 20 push-ups. I'm, I'm ready to really get in shape again. Right. You know, get, I'm moving, right. moving, doing push-ups. Right. Then I got up in the morning, my equilibrium was completely off. Right. And it's, I started walking to the side. I'm like, what the hell is going on? Right. So I took some bufferings. And, uh, right. That's, that's for everything. So I take the buffering. I drive the. I haven't heard buffering in so yeah. fucking long. Yeah. <laughs> I drive to Philadelphia, and in Philly, you know, I'm in Philly, and I'm filling out a passport, making my passport. Right. My vision starts to get fucked up, and I'm like, "What the fuck is going right. on?" I barely could see. I'm, my writing was going. Right. Everything was going down, and. uh I drive over to see where my son was going to have all this performance at. And my leg is dragging. I'm like, God damn it. Right. So my cousin Nick said, oh, you you could be having a stroke, man. Right. I'm like, fuck you, you fucking Reed. His last name is Reed. I said, only you filthy Reed has strokes. <laughs> Robinsons don't have strokes. Right. Now get out of my face. Right. You stinking Reed. And I drive back to. No fucking way. To Jersey. Take some buffering. Oh God, with the buffering, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Take. Thank God, that probably. Right now, I, I. Yeah, you're right. So, I go to sleep. Give up. I'm feeling you good. You don't go to bed for the night. No, not for the night. Oh, just a nap. Just a nap, because okay. I got to go do the the comedy seller uh, right. uh, podcast. Okay. Or yeah, radio show, whatever right. it was at the time. And I get there, do the show. And I but is your leg show. working and everything? My leg is yeah. back working. Right. My leg is back working, and then it just hit. Boom. At the cellar? At the cellar. So. What, like, it, like were you sitting? Like, what? Set it down. My energy level just dropped. Right. Nothing. No energy, whatever. And I, I'm like, oh, shit. So Hannibal is there. Hannibal Burris is there. Yeah. So I say Hannibal, do my spot. Right. And Hannibal did the spot, but now my leg is dragging again. It's really dragging. Woman from True TV is like, hey, can you sign here? I'm like, beat it. I'm, right. I ain't say beat it, but I'm like, right. nah, I'll sign in a little bit. And I went to Manetta Lane, dragged my leg through my leg. My hand is going down. My, my the whole right side is starting to. Right. And I dragged through Manetta Lane, get to my car, and drive back no, to No, you did it. I drove, drove back to Jersey. Oh, you're such a fucking idiot. And, yeah. Uh, I, you know, I, I get out of my car, do about 22 push-ups just to make sure. No. Right. <laughs> so I, my girlfriend at the time, she came and uh, drove me back to New York to Mount Sinai. And they said, yeah, you're having a stroke. Oh. And everybody was like, oh, I, I feel good. Right. <laughs> but, you know. And then... 
did you did you go unconscious or nah, never? I'm a man. Shut up. Toxic masculinity. <laughs> <laughs> and so through the whole thing, did you feel the feeling go and No. You know, I, I just woke up and the right side was That was it. Yeah. The leg, the right side, and in a wheelchair for a month. What did you what did you think? Like what was going through your head? Like, where you were like, my life is over, my... Nah. Because I know, I, uh, I read a story where, <laughs> I do a lot of research, that the nurse said, you said, I'm going to be on stage in three months, and the nurse was like, yeah, good luck with that. Yeah, that bitch. And you were on stage three uh, months later. Uh, no, I was on stage two weeks later. Are you fucking she kidding me? She said, you're going to be, yeah, because I was, why you know, because that... You know, anytime somebody tell you what you can't do. Right, you do, can't do, you. Yeah, I went to the stress factory two weeks later. Oh, okay. And start, you know, going on stage. That and, is you know, unbelievable. And rehab? Yeah, doing a rehab and all that kind of stuff. And still doing rehab, but I'm, you know, I'm good. Oh, you're I'm, fucking amazing. My, my mental is good. But see, the, the whole thing about it, they always check to see what your thought process is. Right. And it was annoying me to the lady like I was, you know, I was, right. you know. And I, I, I told her, I said, look, to stop all these little games that you're playing, play me a game of chess. No way. I said, after I play this game of chess, then, you know, because I'm yeah. thinking game. Right. We play the chess, I beat it in like five moves. Right. I say, now can we stop this? Bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the next morning, Wanda had came, right, to see you? Wanda came to see you. She spent the night. I love her. Yeah, she spent the night. And, uh, yeah, uh, little Kev came, with a, you know, mm. he came there a couple of times, well, three, four times. Right. You know, and um, you know, Kevin's dead. He's so sensitive, right? He's crying. Uh, I'm like, right. oh, shut the fuck up! You gonna make me cry? Right. I'm a hood dude. Right. <laughs> no, but yeah, yeah, yeah. How has it changed your life? Like, you know, you go on stage. You definitely had to change because now they're seeing more in the pocket. Had right, to stay in the pocket. Right, and they're seeing this and going, oh, like, because you don't want them to feel sorry for I you because you don't fucking feel sorry right. for yourself. That's right. Yeah, it's the evolution of it. Right, of even going on stage and uh, was just a you know I'm giving go on stage now, and I don't want them to feel sorry for me. Right, so. You know, now it's just like, you know, now I get on stage, I, I don't even do it. I used to start with it. Right. Because that was the elephant in the room. Because you wanted to get it out of the way. Get yeah. it out of the way. But now I'm just like, blah, blah, blah. All right. Now I'm going, I had a stroke. And people go, oh, I'm like, look, I ain't say I'm having a stroke. I said I had one. <laughs> and then, you know. Then it's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Of course, y'all, you right. know. I said, don't worry about it. I used to box and all this shit. I can't do it now. Right. But I, believe me, I'll beat somebody up with Parkinson's. Do you, and, <laughs> and <they're> like, oh. <laughs> do you ever think, oh, fuck, I wish I had, I wish I had, I wish I had, I wish I had. I did that in, while I was laying in the hospital. Right. Like, like oh, damn, you I'm in a shitty hospital. Right. I just took my <laughs> right. If I had it. just gone there right away, yeah, you know, I, if, you know, if I took my uh, blood pressure, right? 
Because that's what is based my cholesterol and all that was good. good. You didn't. You weren't taking your BP medicine. Yeah, blood pressure. That You're was an it. asshole. Uh, but you know. Can you drive? Yeah. Uh, yes. <laughs> but are you r- right-handed? Yes. I just had to drive. Right, because then you lose your freedom. Yeah, you know, I, I had to drive, and uh, you know, yeah, you figured it out. Yeah, I figured it out. We worked it out. Right. You're amazing. Like, you are, like, fearless. Wait, what was this? You told off some huge booker on the East Coast. You cursed out one of the biggest comedy bookers on the East Coast. And someone said, do you know who that was? And you were like, I don't fucking care. Do you remember this? I probably did that a lot. Yeah. (laughs) But it's like, you, you know... I always thought that, uh, like, you know, I, I try to give everybody their respect, whatever, but you have to give, you right. know. Like, I love that you're just like, I don't care if you're the fucking president yeah, of show business. Yeah, you can be who yeah. you are, but right. it don't matter. Don't treat me like a piece of shit. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's the whole, that that was the whole thing. I remember we went to, to we, Colin had a show, the first show we had on. Right. On NBC. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, Lauren Michaels came over. He said, uh, yeah, like, they're counting down. Ten. Right. Nine. He, you know, before the show, show right. going live. And he said, hey, get rid of that joke. I looked down. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> and you did the joke. Oh, of course I did the yeah. joke. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And it and it worked on right. like, Fuck you. <laughs> yeah. You um one of your one of my favorite jokes of yours is so timely was that you said you did years ago you did a joke about school shootings, about 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. And you said, What the fuck? It's the parents' fault, you know? How do you not know what the fuck you're ca- and it was <laughs> Such a great way to break it down, and it's just like that kind of real comedy where it's no bullshit, and it's like so unique to you. Yeah, but it's good. It's good to have you know. You have well, of course, right. you have a load of shit that you you know. Right. But it's just like um, it's fearless. If you if yeah. you can do stuff that you know that's come that comes, comes from there, from, yeah. From that soul and uh, stuff that's unique into right. yourself. Right. It's like because you know you learned from me. You did um, Spotlight. Yeah. In uh, L.A. Right. Stand up Spotlight. Stand up Spotlight. Yeah. yeah. I think Bobby Collins was uh, yeah. hosting that time in L.A. But watching you through the years is just like always funny. Oh, thanks. I mean, you know, no, this is real stuff that you know. I don't remember a time right. where he goes, Judy's not funny. Judy's always <laughs> right. been funny. And that's inspiring through, through, even now because a lot of people I see that was back then are not funny. Right. They're only 80s funny or maybe 90s funny. Right. They didn't, you have they to reinvent yourself. Yeah, you have to keep growing. Because with, you're, you grow, you yeah. know? Yeah. Oh, thanks, Keithy. <laughs> um, all right. So these are two questions I ask all my guests. Yes. I think I know the answer to the first one. We're very into mental health. I suffer from anxiety and depression. I have ADHD. Uh, and I take a lot of meds. So we always ask if you've ever taken any antidepressants. See, that what was funny about it is they asked me to take them and you when said, I had a stroke. Right. 
And I'm like, nah. I said, well, you had a, you know, had a stroke. You get depressed. I'll be all right. What because are your What are your tools like? Life, yeah. like I seen everything in right. life, you know, and I, I, I made it, you know. I just, I'm here. You never needed it. You yeah, never, I never yeah. needed I, it. Yeah, so. I, I mean, to me, it's a physical thing. Like, right. The only good thing about it is I lose so much weight when I'm depressed. <laughs> <laughs> but I can't fucking enjoy Losing it. Losing weight is always I good. know. I mean, one of my friends, I was in a clinical depression, and I, right as I was coming out, she goes, well, you know, you weren't, she's English, you know, it was very horrible to be around you, and you were very sad, but... God, that depression diet is wonderful. You look fabulous, you know. Um, okay, the, uh, my podcast, the name of my podcast is Kill Me Now because I fuck, everything gets on my fucking nerves and I fucking hate most people because they're so fucking stupid. So um, I always ask, what pisses you off the most? Like, what makes you so fucking angry? Like, And it could be anything. Like, it could be... Uh, you, you know what, right now what's yeah. pissing me off? yeah. Is these uh, uh, virtue signaling comics? That's that really just. And rather than being funny, they you know they've replaced that. Right. Know, and, I'm gonna make a point. Yeah, yeah, with points. Right. That because they can't make that funny. Like right. you can make anything funny. Right. But they you know, or, or you'll try your best to. Right. But they like trying to, you know, they're trying to cheat comedy, right? Almost like, oh no! At this time, I know everything's not funny. Fuck you! Yeah, you can make a joke about anything as long uh, as it's funny. Uh, they don't get it. And you know what's pissing me off lately? People being offended on behalf of other people. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, oh, that's not nice to the Native American community. So this- I'm, not, and it's like, shut the fuck up. Like, they're offended by proxy, you know? It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> That's what's really yeah. annoying me, so-called comics doing Right. It. It's yeah. like, stop it. And, and uh, you know, these young comics are like, well, you really shouldn't. Yes, I should. <laughs> yeah. We talked about everything. That's what we, we that, yeah, that's the whole thing. That's the whole point. And why are we being held to a higher standard than your fucking politicians, you <laughs> asshole? <laughs> yeah. Fucking annoying. That's what, yeah. So that's the thing that's been really uh, right. It's it's really it's really hard. I I think it's really hard these days. So um, where can people find you? They're gonna find me uh, everywhere, man. I'm at the comedy cellar. Social uh, media. Social media. uh, One Keith Robinson. Okay. Twitter. Listen. You told me we were sitting at the cellar. You're like, I ain't going to Vegas. Fuck that shit. And yeah. now you go to cellar in Vegas. Uh, but you know what? I go there and I treat it like a little vacation. Right. You don't stay at I don't at stay the... at the Rio. Right. Where do I you stay? I stay at the Wynn. Oh, nice. The Encore, the Wynn Tower Suites. Right. So I stay there just to, you know, I have a good time. And the audiences are great and the club's great? The club, yeah. 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 You'll like the club. Yeah. I just am afraid. I haven't done it yet. The it's last great. time I went to Vegas, I got, I'm like kind of afraid because I got so depressed. Um, it is a yeah, and I I was at um, the Improv at Harris. This is years ago, but I'm like so afraid I'm gonna go into a depression. And uh, <laughs> I remember they had a Chipotle downstairs, and for the first three days, I literally would I'd leave my hotel room, 
I'd go to the gym and then I'd go to Chipotle and then I'd go back to my hotel room and then I'd go to the show. Like it was, I was so depressed. That's the closest I ever came to taking pills. Right. At the improv yeah, <laughs> at, at, at Harris. Because <laughs> I was eating at the, the cafeteria. Yeah, 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 downstairs. Oh, oh my, my God. God. <laughs> my mother would go in, she would come with me sometimes and we'd, she'd like, oh no, we can't eat in the cafeteria because it was free. I'm like, Mom, we're not eating in the fucking cafeteria. <laughs> You'd see all the Kino players, you know. Everybody come in. <laughs> yeah. That's the worst. I know. And I right. spent two weeks of, like, doing time. It's exactly what it feels like. I mean, I don't know what it feels like, but that's exactly what it feels like. Keith, I can't thank you enough for... Thank you. No, you're fucking amazing. This is good. Ring that bell again. I like that. Ju 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 I like it. Yeah, all right. I like you. Um... All right. Well, thank you so much, Keith. Uh, follow Keith on social media. He's at the cellar all the fucking time. He's fucking hilarious. And do you, are you working on a special or? I'm, I'm doing different hours trying to see if I can put something together. Right. And it's coming together. So if it, And I you have a it. podcast. Oh, Three Girls, One Key. Yeah, you fucking idiot. You didn't even plug that. Oh, three Girls, One Key, baby. And I'm on that podcast yes, coming are. up soon. And my son, I mean, Henry, so. fucking loves you. And every day goes, you know, Keith is really funny. I'm like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> you got two great kids. Yeah, thank you. Two great ones. I love them. That's why you always got to have a, a, life. a, a kid and yeah. a backup kid. Yeah. Can't just have one. Yeah. You need a backup. You need a backup in case the, one, the first one sucks. <laughs> um, thank you, Keith. Thank you. And as we always say, so long! And uh, everything was wonderful. I'll see you soon. Thank you for the visit. So long.